It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You know, I was watching the NFL Network yesterday, and all of a sudden what comes on but the Colts and the Chiefs from the 2013 playoffs, the wild card round, the comeback game. Luck brings the Colts back from the dead. They were down 38-10. to 10. Somehow the Colts win that game. And I thought, my God, look at what a mobile quarterback will do. I hope that Anthony Richardson can do any of this. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about the Northwestern situation and why the Northwestern situation is a little bit important. Pat Fitzgerald fired for his role of either compliance or or ignorance of Northwestern doing some things, the players doing some things that were really not acceptable whatsoever, but Fitzgerald gets fired and the players are going to stay? We'll talk about that a little bit. Dan Dockich brought that up on Two Big Brains yesterday, and I was like, yeah, what, where's the discipline for the, for the children, for the student-athletes? I don't understand. We'll talk about that. Pacers. They lost last night to the Oklahoma City Thunder as three starters. I I guess they needed to rest. You need load management in the summer league. I guess it doesn't matter what they do, so who cares? Uh, hello, good morning to you, Christina. But what was fun about the game was something that was completely unrelated to the on-court action. We'll talk about that a little bit, too. This is Breakfast with Kent for Thursday. July 13th, 2023, brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Jared Johnson is the best plumber you will ever have come into your house. Whether you need something fixed or you need something upgraded, a hot water heater, turlets, sinks, whatever. If it's got a pipe that runs to it, a plumber can fix it or upgrade it. Give him a call, 765-610-8809. The number, smash that subscribe button. Smash the like button. If you're, if, if you're watching right now, there are 23 of you watching, hit the like button. We got five likes. What the hell is going on with that? Well, I take that as a personal insult. If you want to make a donation, you can do that too. All right. Let's talk about sports. Let's talk. And if you make a donation and you make a comment or a question, it comes up in a nice little graphic that is impossible for me not to see and comment on. Just the way it is. All right. Alex Castillo. 345 there in California. Thanks for waking up so early. We don't do it at 615 anymore, in part for the people on the West Coast who watch live and are dragging their ass out of bed at like 315 in the morning. I was like, at least we could give them until 345. On the NFL Network yesterday, there are the Indianapolis Colts playing in the wild card round, the 2013 wild card round against Kansas City Chiefs. And at the time I turn it on, the Colts are down 38 to 10. I think I remember this. 
I know what happens in this game. And it was awesome. It was so much fun to watch the rest of that game. A time when the Colts were relevant, when the Colts were exciting, when the Colts, down 38-10, to 10, you thought, hmm, maybe they got a shot. And they did, because they had Andrew Luck. And Andrew Luck did Andrew Luck things in that game, including a play where he hands the ball off to Donald Brown. Donald Brown goes up the middle toward the end zone. Ball gets popped loose by a Chiefs player's helmet. It hits Samson Satelli in the head, bounces onto the ground, and then to Andrew Luck, who picks it up and runs it into the end zone for a touchdown. And it's awesome. And then he hits T.Y. Hilton, the ghost, gone to the end zone to give the Colts a 45-44 win in that game. And it was just phenomenally entertaining and fun to watch. And when was the last time we saw, I'll give you the answer to this, you know the answer to this, the last time we saw a quarterback who could do Andrew Luck type things, it was Andrew Luck in 2018, right? This has been, it was 10 years ago that the Colts pulled that miracle comeback against the Kansas City Chiefs. I want to see that stuff again. I want to see the Colts be able to do that kind of thing again. And you look at that offensive line, you had Hugh Thornton as the left guard. You had Samson Satelli as the center. You don't need greatness across the offensive line. What you need, you need a guy like T.Y. Hilton that can whoop, find a seam in that defensive secondary and pop it to the end zone. You need a guy like Andrew Luck, who has the presence of mind after handing the ball off to watch the play, see how it continues, maybe follow it a little bit. And when the ball gets popped loose and hits Samson Satelli in the head, winds up on the ground, he picks it up and can run it into the end zone. Need that kind of a thing. And the Indianapolis Colts, I think with Anthony Richardson, have somebody who's going to be able to do a little bit of some of that. And we worry about uh, accuracy. Andrew Luck wasn't entirely accurate now. Let's be honest about Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck threw a ball that was picked off. In fact, he had two picks in the second half. One was on a little out. He threw it inside, way inside, to T.Y. Hilton. T.Y. Uh, really didn't do a very good job at trying to come up with the football, and it was picked off by the Chiefs. Two picks, five touchdowns, and then uh, three knees. That's what happened in that second half. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped. Streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You would think that, you know what, down in the manner that the Colts were, if you're down 28 points and you turn the ball over two more times, you throw two more picks, you're going to have problems. You are not going to be able to win that game. Mike Mayock said that as the analyst of the of that Colts game on the NFL Network. But the Colts did. They found a way because they were dynamic. They had a guy in a wide receiver like T.Y. Hilton who could take it to the house. And they had a quarterback who, especially when angry and a little bit focused and a little bit pissed off because he was throwing picks, could come out and do extraordinary things. I don't know whether Anthony Richardson is going to be that guy. But I do know this. He's got the physical capabilities to be superior to Andrew Luck. I don't know whether he was the co-valedictorian of his high school class. I know he didn't go to Stanford. He went to Florida. But that doesn't mean he doesn't have the wherewithal and, and the, the intellectual put together to be able to go onto a football field and do those things that Andrew Luck did. I don't know that. Maybe he's the guy. We know that physically he could be the guy. That's enough to give us hope. That's enough to make us feel like, you know what, maybe we get to see Colts football played at this level again. And by the way, the Colts lost the following weekend in the divisional round, and that Andrew Luck team never went to the Super Bowl, which is the point of the damn game, right? What we want, relevance, we want excitement, we want hope. And Anthony Richardson provides exactly that stuff. You know with Matt Ryan, you weren't going to get it. You know with Carson Wentz, eh, maybe there was a small chance you were going to get that kind of thing. But Carson Wentz was not, he wasn't the guy who led the Eagles to 11-2 and two his second year in the league, right? Phillip Rivers got you up here. He didn't get you here. Now you got a guy who can get here and maybe has the intellectual wherewithal to compete at a really high level in the NFL. We're hoping. That's what we need. That's what we want. All right, let's talk about the Pacers for a minute. And the Pacers were interesting last night for a completely different reason. Not what was going on on the court. They were 2-0 in the summer league going into last night's game against Oklahoma City. They sat Matherin. They sat Nebhard. They sat Isaiah Jackson, who was really having a good summer league. I don't understand sitting these guys. I don't know what you get out of sitting these guys. Yeah, load management in the summer league just seems silly. I guess you don't want to expose them to a situation where they can get injured. All right, whatever. And I know that the summer league's meaningless, so playing is, is just silly. But when you get down to it with 82 games in the regular season, how many regular season games are meaningless? There are some of them. So anyway, a summer league game last night without those guys, it did not go the Pacers' way. They lost by 11, uh, They and you knew they were going to lose. From early on, you knew that the Thunder had a lineup that was going to be able to beat the Pacers by about 11. I thought, oh, they're going to lose uh, low double digits. And they did. Um, not bad. Wong 
not bad last night, had uh, uh, 17 points. Walker, 20 and 9, nice night for Jairus Walker. What was nice was that Michael Grady was doing the play-by-play for NBA TV. It was a nice surprise to turn on NBA TV for the game, or actually it was already on because the game previous to this game went for like ever. They had an enormous number of, of replay reviews. Why in the summer league are you doing that business? Are you crazy? The NBA drives me nuts. I mean, they, it's like sometimes they try to make their product unwatchable. And I just don't go, well, they've got to get it right. The, the people in the previous game, oh, they've got to get it right. The NBA's got to get this right. They've got to get the call right. Why? Anyway, uh, when the Pacers finally came on, there is Michael Grady doing the game. I love Michael Grady. Michael Grady does a great job of doing play-by-play. Why he and he does it for the Minnesota Timberwolves radio network um, as a full-time gig after working for the Brooklyn Nets and and the Yes Network. But he's from here. He went to Warren Central High School. We worked together at 1070 The Fan. He he was my executive producer. Then he became a host, and he was wonderful. He does everything well. He would have been a great manager. He is a great play-by-play guy. And, and he does a great job as a, a sports talk host. I, I just wish he was still here in Indianapolis and that we could listen to him because we need him here. Him a, as an analyst of, of sports in Indianapolis, as a funny guy, as a companion in the car, as you're driving around listening to the radio, he's just excellent. And, and it's a shame that he's not here anymore. Uh, but loved listening to him last night. I thought he and Brendan Hayward did a, a wonderful job of bringing us what really is a meaningless game. They had a lot of fun. The broadcast breathed. It was all the good stuff. Uh, Michael Grady's just terrific at what he does. Uh, let's talk about uh, Northwestern a little bit. Northwestern's in big trouble. I don't know if their AD survives this. The AD hired a baseball coach who then got fired because he bullied players. Then with Pat Fitzgerald, you have hazing that was going on in the locker room. And what I really don't get about that, and it's not about the AD, and it's not about the president, although, my God, like, you can't tell your players in person. You got to do it via Zoom. What's the matter with you? Uh, Like, smart people do the dumbest things sometimes. You want players to feel like they're being respected and like they have a home at your university, you don't fire a coach on the phone, and Aaron Perry says, how is it that more than ever, uh, there is more money than ever in sports, but being a sport in sports media doesn't feel like an option for a lot of young writers, reporters? That's, look, it, that's a great question. It's there for you in, in uh, sports media. You just got to do it, and you can do it. You don't need to have a job to be really good at it. And if you're really good at it, you're likely to get a job. So what do you do first? Do you get hired or do you do the work? You do the work. Do the work. You get noticed. You get good at doing the work because it takes a lot of reps. And then you get hired. It's hard. It's really, really hard. And when you do get hired, if you get hired, it's really hard to keep your job. That's really hard. 
because people are downsizing and downsizing and downsizing and trying to find efficiencies and efficiencies and efficiencies, and it drives you a little bit crazy. I'm with you 100%, Aaron. It, it is really, really, it, it is withering to, to be a student, a college student today, and think, oh, I'm going to be just like the guys at the Kelly School of Business where when I graduate, I'm going to get a job and I'm going to make, you know, $150,000 a year and people are going to love me and I'm going to be able to buy a house and have a family and blah, blah, blah. That ain't the way this works. You don't get to work in the fun house and, and call your shot. Michael Grady is as good as it gets. And he's doing an NBA Summer League game and he's happy to do it. He's got the full-time job. But that he's not at CBS or at ESPN, or at Fox Sports on the full-time, I just don't get whatsoever. He is terrific at what he does. That he's doing Minnesota Timberwolves basketball, good. I wish he was back here. I wish somebody had the temerity, the smarts, to, be, to hire him to do great work in his hometown. I, I never understood why that didn't happen, and I was complicit in it. I hired him as a manager, put him on the air, periodically, and he was wonderful. I was like, what the hell can't this guy do? I thought he was going to be a great manager. At any rate, um, good question. Northwestern, if you're going to make your players feel like they got a home where you're at, at your university, you've got to treat them with respect, firing a coach over the phone and then telling them about it via Skype or Zoom, that ain't the way to do it. Managing is a little more hands-on than that. Northwestern's got a big problem, but this can be a, a boon to Indiana because now Northwestern guys are in the portal, potentially, for 30 days. They can walk away from Northwestern, come someplace else. How many Northwestern players would look pretty good in an Indiana jersey? That is a good question, one to be answered by uh, Tom Allen, despite the fact that Northwestern they didn't do so well last year. For If Pat Fitzgerald had had a good year last year, would he have been fired? And why? The players did the hazing. Why are the players still there? The players who did the hazing are still student athletes at Northwestern. What the hell is going on there? Molly Wright, Steve Isaacs, the great Chris Files celebrating a birthday, Mike Stern, Sherry Maple, Will Herring, and Brent, Brian Gentrop. Happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and uh, uh, specific compliment. Just be good to each other. Pull each other up. Don't drag each other down. We got enough of that going on. Listen to the radio in about three minutes. I'm going to be on WGCLradio.com. Click to listen. We're going to talk about all this a lot about college athletics today. Bloomington, this is a big deal. Things have to change in college athletics, and we'll talk about that on WGCLradio.com. Click to listen.